Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all stages or situations. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. Which means you're going to start telling your kids to clean up before the cleaning lady comes. Doesn't make sense, but you're the parent and they're the kids. You're going to start telling them that now, too. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. And there's your opening to remind them who pays the bills around here. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. This is a Vencast Studios production. On Almighty Baller Radio. Radio, radio. Welcome, welcome to Riding the Pine. I am Hondo here with Guy. Episode 29. You know what? It's Monday and we're hitting the playoffs hard. Here we go. Monday at 11 o'clock at night. Hey, we you know here. what? That's because we took in both games. Yeah. Got them all in. 2 a.m. on the East Coast. Hey, you know what? That's <laughs> If you if you this, want this. This is prime time, prime time, prime time. We're back. Prime time, prime time. We're, I love that. We're back. We had two awesome games tonight, so yeah. there's a lot to talk about. You know what? But before, before we get into playoff talk, oh. I, I think we do have to expose something. Oh, so. Oh. What do you mean by exposing? I mean expose something because the 1230 Project comes uh, to a dramatic conclusion tonight. Uh, <laughs> so. Wow. Whoa. So. Right over there. I'm not pointing towards <laughs> anything. Just just keep keep your ears open. So here's what happens. Remarkably close, Key. Okay. Remarkably close. Right. It ends up being a 14-game advantage. Difference? To me, yeah. <laughs> we but we both we both went over sixty percent. Sure, sixty-one to sixty. Oh like, wow! I mean, literally sixty percent. Yeah, yeah. So a matter of fourteen games, huh? A matter of fourteen <laughs> games. There is people. There, I'm telling you, the the coin flip, it does sixty percent of the time every time. <laughs> there is evidence for us not to bet on anything related to Memphis. Yeah, anything related to Denver. <laughs> And anything related to Charlotte next sure. season. <laughs> All right. Indy kind of messed us up, but there were other teams that we were pretty much spot on with. Whoa. So I would love to know how accurate we were uh, for a single team versus their record. Like okay. their overall record. I, I will, I'm not asking you to no, put more time into no, this, but I, like that'd be fun to compare a couple teams here. There. Now, now, now I have the data compiled, yeah, yeah. so I just gotta. I gotta and you're go. a data guy, right? I, I'm a data guy, so I'll go. I'll go back and do that, but that will be reserved for another. You're a guy who compiles. <laughs> sure. You pile. You pile. You compound the pile. And you release the metric. That, that is it. So, yeah. <laughs> so we'll we'll get into it. We'll share the numbers yeah. uh, on our Twitter. So uh, for for those at home, Dude, follow along. What with a our, grind! Follow along with riding the pine. Follow along with our Twitter because we're we're gonna be sharing some thoughts. I'll be tweeting out. In the middle of the game, sharing some, our thoughts, some like random, it. some random things. No, like actually during the games. Yeah, so I saw that today. One of the things, Whoa, like you were heated. I, I yeah, I hadn't been doing during the season, and just I don't. Maybe it's the twelve hundred and thirty games. Maybe it's just too many for yeah. me to keep up on. Yeah, but you know what? Here's the playoffs. Two games a night. You have I, a new energy to about you today. No, it is. I feel like you've actually slept. 
and you woke up yeah and you actually like yeah did a good day's work you came <laughs> home you were like primed you watched all the games you are jazzed you're ready if, if i have not seen that on I'm, you. you don't sleep i am jazzed i am jazzed but i'm not donovan mitchell jazz so i oh. haven't stubbed my toe i'm ready to go <laughs> you, here it is here hondo. it is here it is hondo me. is so, happening right now I don't oh know. my god so you know what we're gonna talk about our two games tonight so we're gonna we gotta go right into it gate like sure. we always do let's yeah. go so this is a 113 103 win for the Miami Heat Mm -hmm. over Philly, but this game, that score is not indicative of what happened in this game. Sure. So... It seems closer than actually what would happen, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is game two, by the way. Yeah. So game one was an absolute sloshing by Philadelphia. Had basically could do whatever they wanted, and they could do no wrong. And I thought, holy crap, this is actually happening. A rookie's leading a, a team into the playoffs and yeah. leading them past a run, you know, like the renaissance of all the teams in the East. Turns out, it's not actually that easy. <laughs> game <laughs> oh, two. Yeah, but but this is just a classic game two in in NBA playoffs, anyways. Yeah, sure. Because the other teams adjust. Teams adjust, and people wake up and yeah. be like, "Hey, we're we're playing for our lives here." Yeah. So I think there's a little bit of that, but there's, I think it's a rookie versus the veteran. You know the veteran te- lineups here. Yeah, I think that's the central theme in, is, in game he, two. He's never been pressured in his entire life. He's always been the best dude of any type of team he's ever been on. This is Ben Simmons we're talking about. Yeah, of course. He, was, he barely played college. He was not even in the NCAA tournaments. Though no adversity there. There was no high school tournament. He was already just past everything. Right. Yeah. This is and in the playoff and in the regular season, he actually had such an open offense that he could just drive and dunk and take over the league in a mini way, in a, a very small way. Um, game two, Spolstra. Such an underrated fucking coach. Yeah. Such an underrated coach. He's pressuring Ben Simmons from the jump. Game one, they played it like a normal regular season game. It yeah. was a pretty even series. I think it was 2-2 in the regular season. Yeah. So this is this is like a really fun series. And we've already said this. And we are 100% right that this is probably the series of the tournament. I, I swear. I swear. Like this is the series of the playoffs. Because this is going to go back to back to back. All the way to Game Seven, I think. Yeah, I think I think this one, and like you said, with Utah, yeah, Utah and OKC, but we'll we'll, 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 we'll talk, get there later. Yeah, we'll talk about that, but no. So I think there's so Guy, let's go kind of into the takeaways. Obviously, yeah, of the, obviously the kind of the leadership uh, and veteran leadership versus rookie experience, yeah. the Game Two thing. Yeah. But I also think that we this it cannot be understated the impact that Dwayne Wade has on this game because I. Now, normally I wouldn't go say that he's 36 and he's aging, but yeah. but this man opened up, opened up in like 12 minutes and was just on fire. Yeah, and like the halftime, I think he had like 20 points even. Yeah, as silly as that was. Yeah, um, game one, he barely was existed. Yeah, Hassan Whiteside had like eight or 10 minutes in that game. He was barely played, and they just kind of choked choked the game off. Game two, Hassan Whiteside was there. Wade just. Bounce back from a game one, you know, faulty performance. And people like Justice Winslow and Josh Richardson were just taking everyone down. Yeah. Blocking shots, pressing them, boxing them out, getting rebounds. It was a team win, and it was amazing. Um, you'll see it in the stat line. It's a, It was healthily. It wasn't just one dude taking the game over. It was a nice little stat line from the whole team. No, it absolutely was. I, I think you're right about a couple of things. I want to I say one thing, though. Hassan Whiteside did not show up on the offensive. Oh. <laughs> On the offense at all, he's he has like four points in this game. Oh. However, it's still the impact on the defensive side. You can't understate it with that. However, this when you look at the stats of this game and go back, it's really the, the bench kind of coming to play for yeah. Miami this wow. time. And it's just 
I mean, it's it's pretty remarkable. I think there's an understated player in in today's game, and I think that's Kelly Olynyk. Kelly Olynyk had, yeah. had, yeah. had some perimeter shooting, which, yeah. which is like, which is kind of crazy. But he's also in there, kind of getting you know right up in the right up in the paint, blocking yeah. shots. He yeah. is aggressive, and if he could play kind of all facets of that game, he is he is just. Yeah. He's another pawn yeah. to the you know to their uh, tool set right there for sure, man. Um, chess with tools, I like that. Yeah, um, Hassan Whiteside and Kelly Olynyk, you know, so combined they had forty eight minutes. I didn't actually think about that, but Hassan Whiteside barely played. Kelly Olynyk is their five now, and he spaces the floor. What does Hassan Whiteside do? None yeah. of that. So, and he has you know mental issues and everything. He's like really frustrated with the fact that he's a top tier center and he's not playing. So he's probably you know. Kind of a oddball in this bunch of, you know, scrappy players. Mm-hmm. It's fun to watch this team. I forget that how they can be so fun with no real star potential right now. Like, there's no one there. There's Goran Dragic was not really there. Dwayne Wade is, you know, yeah, you talk he, about as like a shell of himself. Um, well, he he kind of had like yeah. a flashback game. Like, his yeah. nickname was The Flash. He had a flashback game to where he was. And um, they needed him for a while because that game got close for a bit. Yeah. Philly took the lead for a second. Um and in the early in the second half, something just happened, and like Wayne Ellington hit a three, something like that, and it ballooned into ten. And I guess something happened with Philly; just got cold. Yeah. In Philly, in game one, they couldn't miss. Yeah. So I mean, I, I think that's an interesting thing just about how this game transpires because Philly hasn't been out of it since what March fifteenth. They haven't lost a game since then. They did. So the fact that somebody could kind of get to them and kind of mm-hmm. mess with their psyche. I don't think, I honestly don't think it's a, a factor of things to come. I just think that Miami wanted it tonight. They want. They came back. Yeah. They showed the pieces that they had, and they're, you know, they were ready to play. So I, you know, but I, I tip my hat to Miami though because um, this was a home court advantage that Philly needed. Philly wanted, yeah. and yeah. they desperately needed this game. Yeah. I think Miami is going to be a really tough arena to play in if you don't have Embiid. Yeah. Something could really unfold and unravel, and you could quickly see a one-two-one-three like hole for Philly. Yeah, if Miami takes care of business at home. Yeah, no, I I think you're spot on that's, with that. That's a that's a that's something that I need. I'm struggling to kind of understand and digest because this is a team that I thought was just coming in, stark raving hot, you know, yeah. like and just going to take over this league. But but the thing is, I watched uh, you know I watched Chuck and Shaq and everybody on on the TNT show and. I, th- I think they said something that I need to continue to carry on with me the entire playoffs is that, I mean, you every game is a di- – like every single playoff game is a different game. Sure. So I, I know that we kind of like – Yeah, sure. We don't really consider that, but I, I think that people, they get time to reset mm-hmm. and they're just ready to go. Right. So – I don't. I don't know how much we can read into what Game Three is supposed to be. So. Well, I have a question for you. What does Philly need to do for Game Three? Uh, Philly needs to make three pointers. Is okay. what they need to do. They, if they make if they make Philly if they make three pointers, they win this game. Is that you're saying? Yeah. If you shoot under twenty percent. Oh. Under. I didn't tw- even know that. Yeah. I I think that that was probably one of the most telling stats because they had the defense. Simmons was going to the paint mm-hmm. like they are still moving the ball pretty well, but they are not making those outside shots. Right. Let, let's look at somebody like uh, Sarek or Covington. Covington's one for nine from three. Yeah, that happens with him, but that's that's 
you shouldn't be shooting that many threes if you're off yeah. by so many. But Red, Reddick was one for seven as well. Yeah. So, oh, it, so, wow. so, anyways, it's not. But a couple, a couple <laughs> of threes from those guys who are traditionally better shooters than that. Yeah, um, spot on, man. It, it's gonna change. It's gonna change it. I think they need to play that fast tempo. They need to move the ball. They need to reduce some of the. There was some sloppiness in yeah. just some of the ball handling. They don't. I, I don't. I don't know if this is accurate or just like not watching a ton of 76ers games, but just how they set up the ball. Oh, they, it's 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 actually very disorganized on yeah, purpose. Yeah. A, they don't have anyone inside right now. Yeah. They kind of have Sarge, but that's not really reliable. Um, it's supposed to be Embiid. Because mm-hmm. they don't have Embiid, it's actually Simmons trying to work in kind of just improvising. Yeah. And then he just kicks it out to shooters. They, do, they go five wide. It's improvisation. It's trying to make very, very simple plays and then having anything... On the perimeter, chaotic. So like J.J. Reddick's running around Miles. Marco Bellinelli's running around in Miles. Uh, Ersan Ilyasova sometimes plays the five. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. So they play really strange and uh, uh, um, kind of obscure basketball, but I love it. And it's a lot of fun, and it creates a lot of opportunities for those players. Hey, all I'm going to say is, Miami, if you replicate this in game three, I think you're probably going to win this game. If you replicate this pressing of Ben Simmons, it's yeah, it's unorthodox for your entire team to strategize against a rookie in the postseason. Yeah. But they have to. Yeah. No, they absolutely they do. They absolutely have to. Their entire game plan was just full court pressing Ben Simmons and frustrating him. And he was frustrated. And that was kind of cool to see, even though, like... But but, but that's what it's going to take. That's what it's going to take. That's what yeah. it's going to take. And that's what it's going to take for Ben Simmons to mm-hmm. be an all-star caliber player. One, one of the great players is yeah. to get out there, play these games. Play through face it. Face the adversity. Yeah. And... Make sure you're still mentally in it. Yeah, and I, I think if if this took him out of it, they're gonna go down swinging. But if he comes back and shows his resilience, this is this is Philly series. Mentally in it instead of a mental midget. I love it, man. <laughs> um, really quick, we got another game here. But yeah. Predictions for game three here. This is game three already. That's how fast this first round is going. Yeah, I, I really think I think it's Philly's. I really think wow. that they're gonna they're gonna reset. I I understand w- what what has happened here, but yeah. I think I think Philly is gonna shoot sure. much better from the perimeter. I think they're gonna move the ball a little bit cleaner. I think Ben Simmons wants to win Game Three. Cool man, I love it. I'm gonna go ahead and say Miami wins Game Three if Embiid shows up. If Embiid becomes uh, part of this actual series, yeah. I think it will tip in Philly's favor. Okay, so Gee, we got to go to our second second game of the evening, yeah. and that is Spurs and Warriors. Right, game one, um, I would say was the most unwatchable game in the history of mankind. <laughs> it I, was over at the the jump ball. Like I, I, I could not watch yeah, any more of it. I did not have a chance to to watch that oh, one due to traveling. It was a miss. But Must I will I will tell you that I struggled watching this game. Yeah. It's hard. And just because it this Spurs team does not remind me of the old Spurs teams. Yeah. It's just like I think I mean you said it in earlier pods. It's just like this Spurs team has the coaching to get here, but they really shouldn't be here. Man. I love you, Honda. Like <laughs> you are you're thinking so clearly right now. 
I think that's a hundred percent right. Not just because you're regurgitating what I said, you know. No, no. I'm just, but I'm just trying. I'm trying to take what you what what you said and just apply it from watching watching this series. They have such a they have a great team. It's very unwatchable because you don't really care about most of those players. You kind of care about Lamarcus Aldridge and like some like Manu Ginobili. Yeah, Tony Parker is not there. No, where is Kawhi Leonard? Like he has this posse of doctors in front of him, basically saying he's not available to play. Yeah. That whole situation is very dramatic and is causing conflict inside, outside of the organization. No, I, I, yeah. Drama instilled it's all over. It's something that I don't want to talk about. It is yeah. a huge, like, you know, just no, it's asterisk a, to the series. It's a hind- if it's, he was there. It's a hindrance. It's, yeah. it's really a hindrance, but it really, if he's not there, whatever. We're going to move <laughs> past it. But I yeah. do want to talk about... What the Spurs did well, because this, even though this is a 116-101 kind of blowout, there are some, there are some decent moments from the Spurs. And I think that's highlighted first and foremost by LMA. LMA has a 34 point, 34 point uh, game tonight. And he... I don't. He just seemed like he he was bringing it. He was getting yeah. offensive boards. He yeah. was he was playing some pretty decent defense, but he just didn't have the cast with him. <laughs> like he's not. You're not gonna yeah. get past. You you have Durant. You have <laughs> Clay Thompson I, I, in the fourth quarter was the difference yeah. in this game. Clay Thompson, and, but you have you have Draymond Iguodala. Green. The re, well, Igadala even was like he wasn't shooting that great, but he he would get streaky and yeah. just start hitting threes. Yeah. And it was just like well, Igadala, Igadala, and Clay Thompson changed the complexion of this game. I'll just straight up say that. Yeah, my favorite stat in all of this, and like I want to tip my hat to Popovich and what they've been able to do is twelve free throws for Marcus Aldridge. I don't think I've ever seen that double digit anywhere in his career really yeah like going to the line first first and foremost does not happen much yeah because this game is about avoiding contact and taking the shot from the perimeter over and above your head right yeah so like there's never contact um he was in the post he was posting up he was doing Dirk Nowitzki like spin moves into, into layups it was cool to see that he needs to be even more aggressive and the whole problem with this series is that Golden State can kind of turn it on whenever they want, and the game can explode. Yeah, I, if I, they I'll, if they single cover Marcus Aldridge, and Marcus Aldridge will score on them. If they double, <laughs> yeah. if they double, they will accept the result of whoever scores. Yeah, and that's like that's the problem with this team. Yeah, is that they don't have another. If they if, if they we, had another, it would really work. If you had somebody like Rudy Gay who could actually step step up and score, yeah. or Danny Green who would actually come. But they have the dirty mop. Play. <laughs> they're not playing. <laughs> if if Pat, Patty Mills is a he just he's got the mop hair. Yeah, he, it's just he's what you call a human mop. <laughs> it's a human mop because when he falls from that three yeah. and he falls and like slides, they didn't even bring out the the, the towel boys. <laughs> they, they, or didn't, they didn't even bring them out. <laughs> hey, that's good he's resourcing. Just, he's just kind of going for it. I, I mean, I I think besides LMA, I think Patty Mills played a decent game. Ru- Rudy Gay was. He, uh, he played okay. He played big for his. He, he his played size. okay, and he he's got some decent defense in this game. Yeah. I don't know. Their their bench is awful. I want to. Sh- I gotta scroll down here and yeah. show you a little bit of stat. Fourteen point three percent from three. I knew that they didn't shoot threes that well. Yeah, but that's four for twenty eight. Four for twenty eight. 
Absolutely incredible. Does the RTP meetup crew shoot better than that from three? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I, I know. Think so. Shout out, Alan. You yeah. de- you definitely shoot out better, and you have on an NBA court. That's right. So, That's like, right. <laughs> that is bald. That's bad. You bald? I was gonna say bald. <laughs> that, is, that is bald. Yes. Um, um, so I don't know. But eighteen points from Clay Thompson in the fourth quarter. Like you just have to say. That's exactly what Golden State Warriors happens. Warriors ha- ball is like it's just you know a steady dose of Durant throughout, a splash of Clay, splash of Draymond every now and then. Iguodala takes a couple minutes here and there, and all yeah. of a sudden you hit, you ride the hot man, and you just go with him. And Clay couldn't miss in the fourth quarter, and um, you know he was sitting on like ten points. Yeah, and he just was like boom, thirty-one taking over the game, <laughs> and the game was close. I got to say like Popovich had something like strategized get the ball out of Durant's hands and force him into a facilitation role because really you can accept Draymond Green shooting from three. You can mm-hmm. accept these yeah. other dudes like Quinn Cook and Kevon Looney and even JaVale McGee making plays. Like I don't yeah. fucking care about any of those guys. Yeah. They shouldn't either. And um well, they kind of did. You know, David West had some really amazing minutes, I guess, but uh for his um ability. But um that was their best effort. <laughs> And the problem with game three is that that's going to happen and yeah. it's going to not be as good as this. The problem is you will probably shoot a little bit better from three, but they will just be that much more oh, that'd of be, their own. They'll be that much better. And here's here's the problem that won't be solved in game three. There is a mismatch on Kevin Durant. Yeah. And Kevin Durant right. is the is literally one of the best players in the league. Yeah. You cannot mismatch right. him on that height differential yeah. and try try to get away with it. Yeah. He, he is going to bring as much as he can possibly bring to win this series. Yeah. So they don't really stand a chance. <laughs> I really, do. I don't think anything changes in Game Three. So my Game Three question to you, yes, is does Popovich start someone else? Does Popovich bring a Pau Gasol in the starting lineup? Does Popovich bring um, someone who can shoot the three from the bench? Does he start Ginobili? Like. No, right? I don't think he. I don't, I don't think, think he should. <laughs> I don't think there's any so who, new game plan. Who was replaced though? Because isn't Rudy Gay? He was. Uh, Rudy Gay is starting in place of Kyle Anderson, who was okay. starting in place of Kawhi Leonard. Okay, got it. So Kyle Anderson doesn't really have much of a role in the series. He's okay, but he's super slow and methodical. He can't keep up with Kawhi Leonard or um, with uh, Kevin Durant. Yeah. So that's why Rudy Gay is out there. Okay. Because he can do, he can switch a lot better. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he changes it from this lineup. Yeah. I don't, even if he does. So now we're just, we're, I don't just hope, it, we're just wishing and we're hopeful that things just go our way. Like, I don't know what else they can do either. <laughs> I mean, they're gonna. It's still pop coaching this, so they're yeah. go, they're gonna play they as will, they will win something. I think they may win, but they're. I mean, they're going to play as hard as they possibly can. Yeah. but they are just going to be outmatched and the the problem with playing against Golden State it doesn't matter when it is sure. is they get they're streaky. Sure. They're a streaky team so it's just like you can be playing with them and but I mean if you look at there was some crazy stat like they had outscored opponents like 375 points or something in the third quarter. You cannot let Golden Rondo, State man. you cannot let Golden State get on fire in the third because you won't catch up with them in the fourth. <laughs> no, this is no. this is not this is not where you're going to win a game. I remember like the I remember the Bulls winning every time, but like the Bulls with Jordan like those third quarters. Yeah. I remember that. Like they would just take over the game and then they would just be Resting in the fourth quarter. Yeah. I remember that. And that's still like in today's game. The Houstons and the Golden States would just take over the third mm-hmm. and then rest in the fourth because they have blossomed. They have 
balloon the lead into 30. Yeah. So um, so it's so it's like the Spurs can play really hot in the first yeah. and they can open up well and I've seen them open yeah. up well even against uh against Golden State before. Right. But they they can't hold it and usually Golden State will play back in the second and then S- Steve Kerr will say something Some. something at halftime yeah. and it'll just go right into it. Sprinkles a little Kerr dust all uh, over the place. I just so I don't know. Yeah. I'm I'm not that optimistic. No. As, you know, as we're saying, so I think this is probably, I think this is, I'm going to say like an eight point win for Golden State again. For Golden State again. Mm-hmm. So it'll be 3 0. I think it will be 3 0, and you're not coming back from 3 0. Go Spurs, go in San Antonio. Ooh. I didn't, I didn't mean to rhyme, but. Um, <laughs> but, but, you, but, you, but I did. But you did. <laughs> hey, so real quick, these are the two games that happen tonight. Tomorrow, there'll be some pretty fantastic games, but we are already. Game one through every series. Do you want a quick hit, like a minute or less, on all these series, just to kind of catch up? Sure, and I ourselves wa- as well sure, as everyone I wa- else at home. I watched. I watched some of them. Yeah. I didn't it's watch all, all of them. So it's all good. It's so just, just some hypothetical yeah. stuff, anyways. Okay. Uh, let's start. Let's go back to the East for a second. Let's yeah. start with. Um, let's start with the. I think the series that is the most controversial. Yeah. And and controversial in the sense that shouldn't it be the other way right now? And that's the Cavs and the Pacers. Yeah. Cavs got completely demolished. Yes. Victor Oladipo destroyed LeBron, James, yeah. and cast. Yes. Completely was not seeing that coming. Cavs, the Cavs starting five have played a whopping five minutes together total in the entire regular season. <laughs> so they are coming in brand new to each other. Yeah. They got handled. They are the worst defensive team in the playoffs right now. Mm-hmm. Like, Bar none, they were the 29th team last year or, yeah. or, or throughout the season. And uh, the only team worse than them was Phoenix. Right. Oh, so, like, yeah. and that's a team that's getting the first pick. Right. So, that's how bad they've been. Does anything change? My I, question to you is Does LeBron just let this happen? No. Game two. No. No. This is all a, these new dudes are like, oh my God, th- I can't believe I'm playing with LeBron. This is a game two reversal. This is a game two reversal. I, I thought it's a reverse all kill. <laughs> I, I get. I get in terms of like what's changed with Victor Oladipo, but Victor Oladipo is not LeBron James. So yeah, I am straight up. I get that. I am. I am saying that that it completely changes. And if if people are not going to play with LeBron, I think we are going to have the biggest meltdown of the entire playoffs. Oh, wow, I was. I thought you were going to say we were going to have the biggest output from LeBron. No, I think I think in the we, history. I think we will of but, LeBron's <laughs> in the history of LeBron. But I also think. I also think if his teammates do not step up, yeah. there it is going to be a heated, a very very heated bench. If especially if they go down to O two, maybe th- maybe <laughs> he's never he's never lost a game in like eight or nine years yeah. in the first round. Like that's insane. He was four zero sweeping everything. Um, well, times are changing, my friend. I think. LeBron James is going for 50 fucking guaranteed points in game two. <laughs> I like it. And he's going to tie the series up going home. I, like I think I think they lose if they lose this game. They lose this series if they lose this oh, game. Oh, man. That really, really throws up my predictions. So <laughs> Yeah. We mine, got- too. We, we, we were both saying, like, fucking sweep or five-game series. Like, I did not respect Indiana this much. It's one. It's it's one. I they have won me over though. That game was really yeah. fun to watch yeah. just for all the, yeah, the no. right reasons because I'm not a big fan. I mean, fan. I would say it's surprising. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's just surprising. It's just like I 
didn't think it was coming. And it's sure. just like, I don't have that much faith in the Cavs, but yeah. I also didn't have any faith in the <laughs> in Pacers. The, 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 and my 1230 project reflects that as well. <laughs> everything about that. <everything. laughs> All right. All right um, moving yeah. on to the Boston and Bucks series. This is a 2-7 matchup. Um, real quick, this is this is this feels like a very even series, yeah. but it's like a lot of struggles offensively and defensively. Um, Boston is up. Um, kind of barely, I would say. Giannis fouls out in yeah. that game. Yeah. Kind of, I don't think he's ever fouled out in a game, so that was really interesting to see. My question to you. Yes. It doesn't even matter if you know you watch the game or not. Um, Does someone else other than Giannis, and we'll just go ahead and say Chris Middleton, step up for Boston, or is this a 2-0, Boston, Boston's going to take it? Where's this game being played? So this is going to be played in Boston again. And let me rephrase does Giannis and Chris Middleton have another person to help them win this game in Boston for the Bucks? I don't think or so. are we getting a steady dose of Marcus Morris and Terry Rozier and Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum and they win the game with those four players? <sighs> like that's a weird strip. That's a weird. I core. don't know. This is like this one. This one's hard to predict because it's just like I don't really believe in that. Yeah. In 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 that either team. Yeah, really in that. The but best it, player is on the team right now that's down 0-1. Yeah. That's Giannis, of course. Does Giannis let's have go, does, LeBron, does Giannis have a new gear? Does I, LeBron does I LeBron he, have some th- sort of like I think he does. I think he does. But to your point, I don't, on him? I don't think there's someone else to support him. So yeah. he has to he has to play just one of the best games of his life right. in order to stay in this thing. Right. But I don't know if he can. They relied on a person yeah. named Malcolm Brogdon, of course. Yes. Of course, of course, to um, carry the load off the bench. They brought in Eric Bledsoe, and he was the biggest dud in the first round, first, the first game of the first round so far. Yeah. The biggest dud. Um, probably the worst game I've ever seen him play. So <laughs> I, I want to see something else out of him, and that's, that was kind of like a question to see if you remembered yeah. what was on their roster. But it was like Eric Bledsoe has to be that person. He's the X factor for okay. the series for me. Do you, do you still think this is going to be a close scoring game? This yeah, is yeah, it's going to be like ugly seventies and eighties basketball. <laughs> it has to like no one scores for this team, like either team really. Hmm. I've never seen Giannis score over thirty five. Like yeah, he doesn't score that often, and he should. But they they slow him down. Yeah, Boston just throws bodies at him. So let those bodies hit the floor. <laughs> Toronto, Washington. Um, I'm not watching this series. No. <laughs> like not at all. And my question to you is: Are you? No, I, I, I have not been. At it. There's so many hours in the day. And we're trying to optimize our time to watch the most and you know the best ball. Yeah. Just, just I'll leave the I will watch. I will watch Toronto in in, in, in the, series in, to come. Yeah, in the next series. Yeah. But I'm not terribly interested in this series. So this should have been a really good series. Yeah. We were we were high achieving high. I'm like highly predicting Washington would be a good team this year. Um, and they lost John Wall for a good half of the year, and we don't need to recap all of that, but um, they don't look like a functional team right now. They look very dysfunctional, which is, you know, something to be said about being an eighth seed. And Bradley Beal wants the ball. John Wall wants the ball. All these other fucking dudes want the ball. It's kind of hilarious watching them unfold on, under their their own, like, Willing, they 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 want this to happen. They want Marcin Gortat is on like ESPN saying, "Yeah, we have so much dysfunction in our in our uh, locker room." And fucking like Kelly Oubre is like a wearing man. duct tape and like you know like just making nonsense happen. It's a one eight. I get it, but we're also in a one eight matchup, and I feel like 
Yeah. Houston and Minnesota feel like a little di- bit of a different series than yeah. Toronto and okay, Washington. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. So, so I think at this point, I th- I think skip over it. Yeah, skip that's over it. what I did. Skip over it. You catch the highlights of yeah. it because that's really all that needs to happen. You do not need to spend your 48 watching this one. <laughs> sure, I love it. So let's go to Houston. Let's go in the West. Houston, Minnesota. Um, it was a, it was an interesting first game. Hey, man, we're back in the playoffs, so that's something at least to be said. Yeah. Um, there's a blizzard in Minnesota right now, so hopefully the streets get cleared by the time they get back. Um, in Houston right now, game two is happening Wednesday night. Um, I have the privilege to watch this game with... A new uh, NBA meetup. Yeah. Um, you got a Rockets fan in Rockets the house. Rockets fan in the house. And so I'm going to be hanging out with um, her and whoever else is yeah. coming. And we're going to watch so, that game. So what do you think are the keys to this one? Yeah. Especially for the Wolves. I have so many thoughts. But in a minute or less, I don't yeah. know how many, how much I can get out. Basically, get the ball out of Jimmy Ball's, Jimmy Ball's, Jimmy <laughs> Butler's hands and into Cat's. Yeah. Um, I need Cat to shoot like 30 times this game. Yeah. Just to see something different. They played a very different style of defense that I would have actually anticipated. They basically did a thing where they kind of Mosesed the defensive line, the defensive effort. They said, hey, we're going to part the seas and you can just drive on in, Harden, whenever mm-hmm. you want. Drive on in. Mm-hmm. That's what we fucking did. And then when we slowed him down and just in, you know, cross-matched him, well, he'd just throw a lob over our heads and it would be a capella dunk. Yeah. So what we did was we put three people on those three people on the perimeter and we just stuck on them. We just stuck there. Mm-hmm. So Harden and Capella versus Cat and maybe Jimmy Butler or Jimmy or Andrew Wiggins mm-hmm. or even Taj Gibson at one point. It's a two-on-two game. Yeah. So that's what we decided to do in our first game in, in the playoffs is we decided to defend two-on-two. And Harden was like, okay, thank you. Let me score 44 on you. <laughs> Capella was like, let me go eight for 10 on you in the first half. Yeah. He scored like 26 or whatever points it was. Chris Paul had the worst game of his life, too. Mm-hmm. It was hilarious to watch that. I was so happy to see that because I hate that motherfucker. But um, I also don't think Houston can shoot that poorly from three again. Yeah. I also don't think Harden can score that efficiently again. I yeah. think there's going to be some adju- some other minor adjustment. Yeah, but and I, I mean, th- he could still score 30 at will. He, so. he will probably be there. And you know what? If we do the same exact game plan... He'll probably be up there. He'll be 50, like guaranteed. Yeah. Um, And I just want Cat to stand on the ground and not jump. Like, that's all I need. Yeah. Don't jump. (laughs) Don't don't jump. (laughs) Because if he jumps, then they just, they go around him. They pass around him. They they get him in foul trouble. It's it's so easy. And you're so young. And you're so, you're so green. And he's going to take advantage of you. And I also want to know, are the refs are going to, are the refs going to look into this, like, this huge viral uh, video that went off about uh, the step back three being a travel. And it is a travel. It's actually a travel. Oh. Harden, Harden does the step back three probably like six times a game. Yeah. He takes like, he played so well, so it doesn't really matter. He was going to make those threes anyways. I don't care. Yeah. But he does this little hop step, which makes like four or five steps happen before he shoots. That's clearly a travel. Oh. So they haven't been calling that. So I wonder if, Ooh, because Harden. this went really viral, because the media, national media was talking about it, is it Harden Gate? Is it Harden Gate? Does something else happen to Harden? I'm not sure. And my question to you is if they don't really make any sort of official adjustment, you know, yeah. are they going to call that? Is Harden unguardable? Oh, man. Is Harden unguardable? I, yeah, I've definitely been hearing the same, these same rumors. I think he is at this <laughs> point. I, I really think that he is at this point. However, yeah. however, if Harden's 
just because Harden might be unguardable or like much more difficult to guard, you can you can cover the rest of everybody else. Mm-hmm. So you you could still contain him. Mm-hmm. I just I don't think you just don't want to get in a one on one matchup. He'll he'll just take everybody out. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. Jimmy Butler is a good defender, yeah. if not like top tier defender. Yeah. And he made him look awful. <laughs> Harden is unguardable to me. Um, if you play him, if you press up on him, he'll flop. Yeah, and you'll get the call. He'll be like, "Oh shit, my beard!" And he'll just twirl. You can't. You, if if you even nudge him, he just does this little like weird little body maneuver, and he gets the call. Yeah, he does the euro. He does the inverted euro. He does yeah. the spin move, and he also does these like weird backpedaling, um, like where he he switches the pace on you, and then he'll stop and pull back, or he'll yeah. pull up and then he'll lob, or he'll run like he was, he's going to lay up, and then he actually pulls back at the last second. He is unguardable, and you need a team to defend Harden. <laughs> so the strategy of parting the seas, you know, like <laughs> no. letting the paint wide open, is actually never to happen again. <laughs> it can't. It, it it kind of exposed Thibodeau, I think. Like yeah. this idea of a two on two game was fun. It was interesting. Why was it my team that had to experiment? <laughs> like why are we experimenting in the playoffs? Like let's just see how a normal game would go, please. Like, anyways. And I would have actually loved to see Ariza take 23s. Like, that's what I would rather have seen than Harden go off for 50. Like, yeah. So game two. Sorry, I'm, I spent way no, more than a minute. No, no, that's all right. I could keep going. Yeah. And we Harden's will. unguardable. Yep. Cat needs 30 shots. Wiggins needs to show up. Butler needs to defer. Yeah. Teague needs to not suck and not like... Uh, he played well, but he doesn't... He can't just dribble for 20 seconds and then, like, chuck up a 30-foot 30, 30 shot. Um... And I need to see something from the bench. I need to see something. Rose, Rose was fucking so good. Mm-hmm. I was not expecting this. I can't really vouch for how great of a player he is because I haven't seen much out of him mm-hmm. until recently. Um, I don't really necessarily like or respect the man, but I can see the player on the court and I can care for that. So, okay. Um, predictions for game two, you know, <laughs> I have no fucking idea. But um, if Ryan Anderson is out still, yeah. I think we we played very well in the sense that we were we were loose. We were fr- like obviously the first game in a long time. We yeah, had nerves. But we played close. So. Yeah, and we're very. T- uh, I feel like we could have a chance to win game two. I yeah. Don't, thank I, you, thank you for that I, dose of reality. I, right I don't think it's gonna happen. You think I, it's gonna balloon into a thirty point win, well, a blowout? They shoot more efficiently from three. Harden still still yeah. runs it. Still has still has our number. I don't. I don't like it. I think it's still going to be close, but I just... I you got to be right, huh? You got to be right. No, I don't have to be right. I just... <laughs> this is one I just, I just struggle with. Yeah. I struggle with seeing a different answer. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're but we're going to talk where uh, where Houston gets matched up later on in the playoffs. Sure, sure. So. Oh, man. They're already moving on in your mind? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in my mind, too. Uh, I struggle with the, the Portland-New Orleans Pelicans line um, series. Okay. It's, you know, 1-0. New Orleans, one of the few upsets in terms of yeah. location right now. Um, New Orleans took it to Portland. Do they play tomorrow or Wednesday? Um, you I know, think, I think it's Wednesday. But regardless, I, regardless, so. I think it's actually tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Uh, okay. Um, the uh, the Portland boys, the Blazer boys, clunked it. They missed everything they possibly could. Mm-hmm. So they're definitely going to have a rebound game. Um, Anthony Davis. Goes off for 13, 35 and 15. Mm-hmm. That's going to happen again. Yeah. Everything I think New Orleans ha- happened yeah. in that game one is going to happen again. I feel like nothing was out of the ordinary. 
Maybe with the exception of Drew Holiday kind of playing very, very so, well. Okay, so then what I'm saying then is then weigh it out exactly. So, so it's it's Blazers poor. lost by two. Yeah, and they're going to probably shoot better than they did. So it's it's Blazers game. I feel like that's what can happen. It's yeah. Blazers game, but you ha- like you have to realize when Anthony Davis takes the game over, it's game over. It, it, no, it is it is yeah. game over because I, I think he can go to he can go toe to toe with anybody. There. Yeah. Exactly. He's he's a better player. Uh, he's, he's the best player in the series. He's the best player in the series. Love it. There we go. Um, my question to you for this series yes. is, does Portland have an answer to Anthony Davis? No. No. I don't think they have an answer. They need to bring DeMarcus answer- Cousins back into the lineup. That's what they do. <laughs> They're like, you know, DeMarcus Cousins is in Coachella right now. He's not even in the playoffs right now. I, he, I heard crazy. he was going to Las Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> he's wearing some really crazy suit on yeah. his way. Yeah. So... I don't know what he's doing, um, but again, I want to go back to the point that they have Anthony Davis, but the they Portland can match up with the rest of their lineup. I think so so yeah. I'm not concerned with that. It's just you have to, you just you have to make Anthony Davis take kind of off balance, you know, uh, just just be physical with him. Yeah, just like get up in it, get up in his face, make him kind of backstep, backpedal, yeah, like. Yeah. Make him into a jump shooter, honestly. Yeah. Make him into a jump shooter. Because if you if you let him go in the paint, he'll score at will on you all day long. Yeah. And you only have three more lives, Portland. <laughs> Utah OKC to wrap this up in like one minute or less. This is actually the series that I thought was going to be the greatest. Yeah. It might be the greatest mistake. I think defense is amazing. Defense yeah. always wins, right? Yeah. Wins out. But Westbrook kind of breaks that normative. Like, yeah. Westbrook just sees your defense as like, I'll take that milkshake, please. <laughs> like, he'll just do it. He'll he'll wear some random clothing and he'll show up to the you know the game nude and then he'll <laughs> score forty and get a triple double on you. He wore a suit like just the jacket and nothing else. Like, that's what happened. <laughs> like, I'm not lying here. <laughs> oh, and a, oh, and a keychain and, or oh, oh, keychain. You <laughs> just wore a romper. Oh. <laughs> a romper. Oh yeah. my god. Oh man. Um. 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 Donovan Mitchell's a rookie. They're relying on Utah. They're, Utah's relying on a rookie to score a legitimate amount of points that can't compete with Russell but Westbrook. But he had a great first game. He so. had a great first game. So I is don't. is his stub toe or his? <sighs> yeah. Is it actually going to be an issue? I, I hope not. I, I because without not. without Donovan Mitchell, like it's going it's to be a blowout. Yeah, game it one, will game absolutely be a blowout. One. I also think Paul George is. Um, you could easily say it's not sustainable because no one actually goes eight for eleven from three. Yeah, like multiple games in a row. I kind of have a feeling that this is actually more sustainable than it should be. Yeah, um, because but they don't have an goes, answer. They don't have a, someone who can actually press up on Paul George. They have Jake Crowder. They have Joe Ingles. They're slow. Paul yeah. George is just going to walk all over him. <laughs> I'll take Paul George against Joe yeah. Ingles all day long. All day long, right? And um, they don't have an answer. And uh, until they find someone in their bench, what like Rice O'Neal or something, might be a choice. Yeah. No, but he's a rookie. Like he's not going to be actually played against Paul George in the playoffs. Yeah. Playoff George. Playoff George is not his nickname. <laughs> Paul George hey, has no nickname. His hey, own. Playoff George here. <laughs> we'll just go with that. Playoff George, uh, 36 points. He's going to have another one of those games, I think. Carmelo Anthony is an afterthought, and that's the best part of this. Yeah. Carmelo Anthony playing the five at times, not getting his shots up because he's not good anymore. I'm so glad that they figured that out. <laughs> that, that's completely fine. Yeah. I'm, say, I'm saying this will be... 
this will still be fairly close, but with sure. Westbrook playing in this game, I'm still going advantage. Advantage OK, OKC. Advantage OKC. Which is not what we said in the playoff predictions, but that's all good. It's um, It changed quickly. It just I did not think, and I said it on the pod and it didn't register, that their stars are just going to be hitting a wall of Gobert. Like I was like, and that's actually not what's happened at all. Yeah. They took Gobert out of the game. They just completely spread the floor out, and Westbrook and transition just took over the game. I um, have a question for you on this series. Donovan Mitchell is a rookie. Ricky Rubio is his first playoff experience. Mm-hmm. They have Dante Exum as the backup point guard and Raul Neto. No. Um, I don't even have to ask you. The answer is no, right? <laughs> the, the answer is no. They, they they can't do it. it Westbrook decides to take over. You, Paul, you already know those Paul George, Paul George, just he doesn't have to go 8 for 11. He he just spaces it out, mm-hmm. spaces the floor out, you know, can... He can drive, but he can he can get that perimeter shot for you. Yeah, Carmelo Anthony just shows up to the game. Sure, that, that's really <laughs> yeah. that's really all that has to happen. Mm-hmm. I think this is gonna be tough. If Rudy Gobert like really wants to take it over, I think he can. But mm-hmm. I, I just I don't have supreme confidence in that happening. No, I loved the first like six or seven minutes of this game, game one, I think, um, or it was. When Utah just had all this energy and they completely just shut down anything that OKC had. And they need to find whatever that was and sustain that for 48 minutes. It's going to be impossible, mm-hmm. but they need to figure out a way to just contain that and just like take these little hits of adrenaline every couple minutes and be like, you have your face against Russell Westbrook. Your season's on the line. You know what you said in the beginning of the podcast? Like, yeah, every game is a new game. Yeah. Remember what you did last game, that one little hit of energy. Just bring that into this game and only live in that that space. Yep. That's Utah's strategy. You've got to be super hyper-athletic and energetic for this whole thing to work. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. I don't think that will. All right. So predictions, I think OKC wins game two. Yes, yes. I think so as well. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. When I speak... When I speak and when I say the word I, it's yeah. a collective we, actually. <laughs> it's, the, I. it's the I. It's the classic it's, I collective we. Yeah. Okay. You know, this is Ryan the Pine talking. <laughs> I think. All right, Guy. So we got we got to rest up because we're going to yeah. be back at it tomorrow. But if you're in the Seattle area, you got to come out and join us. We'll be watching right. the games for NBA Thursday on a Wednesday. Sometimes but, Saturday. You know, it's it's playoff pod, yeah. so we got to be in it. So stay with us. Share it with a friend. We Man. we love doing this, and it's we watch be a on the serious amount of basketball for the next 40, 50, 60 days. I'm proud of you too, man. I'm proud of you completing that twelve thirty project. I'm proud of you <laughs> watching the game, standing up, watching replays <laughs> of the games. Official getting, numbers. Official. Getting hyped for JaVale McGee. Trash talk. Oh, like you my. have so much. You oh. have so much material. You could go be a stand-up comedian. <laughs> but how much crap you could oh, spit on God. JaVale McGee. Oh, I don't like him. No. Not at no. all. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to take away anything with a pod, yeah. n- no JaVale McGee right. for the rest of the playoffs. Like right. I... I I just I'm going to go against him. I'm going to bet against him every single chance I get. Bring him back on Shaq and the Fool. <laughs> All right, my friend. All right, that wraps up episode 28. We'll be back tomorrow with 29. That's Pine, right. Pine time, drive time tomorrow. You drive. That's it. You drive. You pine. You ride the <laughs> playoffs, baby. We out. Bye. This is a Zencast Studios production. Tune in, subscribe, and uh, nail to your local public church's doorway. Riding the Pine, now on Almighty Baller Radio.
Tune in and find us wherever fine podcasts are sold. Break glass in case a podcast emerges. Brian Pine brought to you by God Shamwell. Brought to you, brought to you by Hondo, aka Brett Hoiberg. Join us on Twitter at Ryden underscore the pun. It's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, the pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.